0: I'm Jim Antonopoulos. Hi, I'm Damien Carolla. This is Fearless Conversations.
1: It's a blink. It's kind of like, back yeah. back. here we are. That's, it's sort of like, what, what, what was the break? I know. <laughs> when did you stop? I don't know. It's um, half a leather I've got the, yeah, you can hear my alarm okay. It's
0: my um, alarm clock.
1: Yeah, great. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> the sound, the sound of life.
0: The Sound of the Village. That's right. He's out there um, letting me know someone's at the door. Yes. Right. So talk to me. Empathy.
1: It's, um, it sort of keeps coming up time and again, um, really across a lot of the, the dialogue, the chats you and I have been having mm. uh, through March 1st um, and a lot, lot, of, lot of the fireside chats you and I have as we catch up on a weekly basis. And, you know, all roads are coming back to empathy and compassion as what's a central foundation of entrepreneur performance, founder performance, creative performance. And it it just, it's like synchronicity. Every time I, everywhere I look, whether it's science, data, research, or or, um, entrepreneurial agility and performance, it really comes back to the central notions of self-compassion and empathy, the compassion I can create. for for, for myself and my world when it's all going pear-shaped and the empathy I can feel for the market, which also dictates, you know, a lot of the great work you and I have done around content creation and and teaching um, deal flow, sales flow, and BDM um, strategy. You know, how do we talk to the market? Do we know where they are? Can we feel where they are? And do we actually know where we are? And so as a high-performance modality, um, it's really central to the current environment, because if we don't find it, it's going to be so hard for us to flex and bend, and and let alone uh, come up with those beautiful new ideas and innovations that the, the world needs at this moment in time. Yeah, that's critical, isn't it? It's um, yeah, a lot of people
0: feel like the answer's in this sort of textbook process, but it is um, empathy. Is I'm interested actually in your thoughts. Can you can you learn it out of a book? Can you teach it? How do you how do you pick it up? How do you, how do you learn it? Through experience? What's it, what is it? Is there a process? Yeah, it's, that's... Like th-
1: the magic. Tell me the magic. <laughs> the million dollar question, I mean, it's, it's really not that complex. The million dollar question is, you are correct. You might learn the blueprint in a book, mm-hmm. but it's only going to come alive in an experience. And, and and an experience is something we feel. A book is something we may read and we may rationally try and analyse how to do something, and that's not where empathy and compassion comes from. Empathy and compassion comes from the fact that I'm really suffering today and I'm either, I'm either going to pretend and avoid it and not reach out to a, to, to a, a great mate like yourself, and I'm just going to pretend and uh, there's, there's nothing wrong and I'm going to try and push on. Yeah. Whereas compassion and empathy is to say just slow down one moment and just find out where you are. What are you experiencing and feeling? What are, you, what are you hanging on to? What are you carrying? Mm. Yeah. Can you talk to that? Can you talk to someone about that, or can you just at least check in with yourself and allow yourself to feel those emotions—the <laughs> the emotions that happen through the pain of a COVID year, the emotions that happen through a brutal lockdown? Yeah, can, yeah. can you let yourself feel that? And if you can let you allow yourself to feel that, then you can feel the you can create the empathy for the other person. And now this. This plays directly into entrepreneurship. It plays directly into the creative world because if I can't feel where I am, how the hell am I going to reach my audience? You know, I'm going to be tone deaf. I'm going to be um, creating content and ways to engage in my village that are completely missing the boat. And we're seeing that with brands. We're seeing that content, aren't we?
0: i asking you on that, actually, is um, how does it manifest itself? How does the absence of empathy look? How does it... How does it manifest itself?
1: Slickness, polish, staccato, Instagram, aspiration, look at me, I'm amazing. You know, you know all that garbage we see or the, the bullshit. Like you, you, let's be honest, let's call it out. The, look at look at my amazing physique, uh, you know, my beautiful family and the boats that, uh, that, that that I'm on at the moment. It's all a, it's all a load of bollocks. It's, yeah. it's the opposite of empathy, which is facade, ego, and distance. Yeah, so as soon as um, we're creating distance, even out of brand, level um we're pushing the other person away as soon as we create a pedestal we're pushing the other person away uh that that sense of equanimity and balance where i talk to the market i talk to my audience and even the way we create the march first academy um when people get that is we we may facilitate the process but the members facilitate it as well there's no pedestals yeah yeah, we connect, we connect with each other, we let we create the space for each other, mate, just to be yourself, yeah. to be who you are.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Do you think, um, do you think it's a quick journey to empathy to learn to be empathic, or um,
1: is it do you discover it through time and trial? You'll you'll mainly get it when you get hit in the face. Uh, and you get, you get, it can't be quick. Yeah, it's going to slap you in the head. And it's going to yeah. slap you in the head because, for whatever reason, you've pushed your body, your mind, your resources, your family, your relationships to the point of, of breaking. And um, the world is telling you, well, you keep going down this path and you will break. Yeah. Yeah. It may start off with small cracks, not big ones. And, and the body has a this amazing way to talk to us. The body tells us talk to us through stress, anxiety, sleeplessness, fear, addictions, um, you know, addictions to tech, addictions to whatever. And that's just the body's way of trying to um, talk to us, and we keep um, shutting those messages down. And so it always starts with with you and I, Jim. It starts with you. It, it can only ever start with you and and where what am I feeling experiencing at this point in time and hence it's the reason that all the brene Brown work is resonating so much because she's basically saying hey you know your vulnerabilities that's where all your power comes from that's yeah, well, a wow. age. and that's, yeah, that's 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 the same message yeah it is the same message isn't it so it, it actually it is a
0: brown brene Brown video away it can it can hit you in the face like that and then the journey begins can't kind it? Of,
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, there was a, a great uh, LinkedIn post that I'll, I'll – I may have shared that with you. Um, a, a, a really amazing young gent um, uh, uh, just stuck one picture on LinkedIn and the message was 10 years sober. Yeah. You know, right. She got 300,000. Do you know any comments? She got 25,000. Wow. One picture, one message, four words. And why do you think that happened? Empathy. Empathy because he, he has so much empathy for himself and the journey he's yeah. on and he wanted to give that to the world and the world resonates and that's his audience. That's the market, yeah? So there's something within that.
0: Yeah, that is so true. That is so true. Um, so you, you
1: can't really be empathic to others if you aren't with your own self. You can't give away what you don't have. That's just rule 101, man. And 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 many of us have been there. So if I don't have compassion for myself and I can't find the empathy for my suffering, my pain, then there's no way I'll be able to understand what the, the world's going through. And every time I shut that off, sh- I'm shutting off my own humanity. And then here's the golden rule, here's the paradox, Jim. Your performance, your agility. And your fuel will suffer in every way, shape, or form. So, can you see us come back full circle to a high end performance? Yeah, that's right. And it requires, I think it requires maintenance,
0: doesn't it? Our empathy muscle, so to speak, needs training. I think in the last episode, I remember, um, I mentioned a quote by the CEO of Microsoft, Satya Nadella Empathy is a muscle that needs to be exercised. Um, it is something that needs constant attention, and you need to work at it, don't you? You can't, you don't just arrive there and sit down comfortable and knowing that you're there. It's a, it's actually ex- it needs training.
1: There's, there's a lot of training, and it, and it comes to life in, in, through experience. You mentioned that before. Um, I'm keen to know what what some of those recent uh, things you've tried have, have, have expanded your empathy and compassion. Is there anything that comes to mind that you've come across? In, in your life that you reckon, you know what, this is not bad. It could be a podcast, could be a, a story, a book. Oh look, I I'm think sure. I think you, I think you're
0: right when it, you know, it hits you in the face. You know, I've got a I've got a family member in palliative care at the moment, a very close one. Yes. And you know that there's nothing that can hit you in the face like that. You know, it's very very, well. very confronting. And then there's um then there's moving house, then there's the trials and tribulations of running a household and a family and a business and all those things I think give me a a real dose of reality. But zooming out a little, I have been reflecting on the last 12 months and I think what, if anything, the last 12 months and what we've all experienced has has taught me is, yeah, self-empathy is really critical and to also kind of kindly... Um, let things go as much as you bring them in, and I've certainly been able to um, really allow myself to do that. Just kind of, kind of let things go in a really graceful, meaningful way that aren't serving me. And I think that's a, an act of self-empathy, and that's for sure. And I really got that out of the last twelve months, where you know, I you experience less when you're locked down in an isolation and then i slowly realized that i actually don't need much (laughs) um i've got a handful of friends i've got to a walk on the beach here and there go to the gym and my family and i don't really need much and so the act of letting things go and what i mean by that artifacts things that are um Uh, possessions, uh, people, friends that aren't, people that aren't serving me, just letting them kind of slide off into the past um, is, I think, an act of self-empathy.
1: Big time, Gene. I I would almost say our goal in life is to let go. (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. Less is more.
1: Yeah, you, and letting go of the things that don't serve you, the, the old fear-based constructs. You know, maybe those people in, in, in your world that it might be time to move on, and that's without judgment, and that's without demonising anyone, but just knowing, well, who do I truly want in my village? Who's, who are those few people around me that I can go into the arena with time and again because I can't have everyone around me all the time because everyone's on their path and, and some people may not serve me at that point in time. Letting go of, of junk, letting go of material goods that no longer serve you, subscriptions, um, weight, shifting weight. And the, the, but the, the, here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the clincher, Jim. The, the, the greatest weight that we carry around are some of those old fear-based constructs and beliefs um, we're trying to climb the mountain, but we've got scarcity, imposter syndrome, guilt, um, unresolved conflict, whatever it might be, and we've all got our stuff. None of us are immune. The, the purpose of life is to keep letting go. Keep letting go. Don't, ha- don't hang on to so- something. Someone's had a, a, a really big dig at you. Um, it's actually not your stuff. Yeah, you can let it go. Something's ha- someone's caused you um, uh, uh, an ill or done something wrong. Let it go. It's not your stuff. Because we we get to decide how we want to move forward and how much stuff we want to hang around and carry with us. And if we truly want to step into that growth and development sort of human potential exercise, you got to start letting stuff go. And we've done this uh, and I've experienced this with others. We've experienced it in workshops. And like I mentioned to you before, when, once people pass off that stuff, they they see the light differently. I know it sounds like a a, a lot of a little bit of hocus-pocus, but they actually look differently because yeah. they've been carrying a weight for so long. Yeah. Yeah, one
0: of my goals this year is to not run a workshop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: now that you said that. Um, I just I think we've got to reframe the notion of workshop and I, yeah, I'd be happy goodness. to do a pen and paper session with you to reframe what it is in it. I think, you know, let, let's talk about workshops for a moment. Yeah, you and I facilitate a hell of a lot of them throughout the year. And as funny as it seems, what I just said, I know that I will be facilitating a lot this year as well. A workshop is one person standing up telling other people a few things to do a few things, and those people, uh, their attention is divided. Their phones are buzzing in their pockets, and they're wondering who this person is standing up telling them to do something with post-it notes and a sharpie on a wall. Yes, um, more often than not. Um, a consensus is reached and something gets spat out at the end it's not a very empathic environment
1: <laughs> no no it's not Jim yeah but you know what I but what, what's happened to our a lot of our work and a lot of the work that we're getting excited about um, in terms of what we're talking to brands around is 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 exactly what we're doing in the March first workshop is moving towards that mentor mentee exchange so anyone could be a mentor anyone could be a mentee there's no pedestals it's a space where we just get to explore, I may know something and you'll know something completely different or one of our participants will advise us on a better strategy. Yeah. We're, we're, we're creating that safe mentor-mentee exchange, which is far more likely to lead to that little transitional shift. Yeah. The shift from that point to that point, the, the shift in energy, focus, passion, purpose, whatever it is, but we're we're creating those spaces for a shift to occur. Now, however, that can come up, whether it's experiential workshop, podcast, is almost irrelevant because the the na- name of the game here is how do we create an environment where people can shift from one point to the next.
0: Yeah, yeah. and we have to. No, I'll scratch that thought it's ripe for reinvention oh, the notion of workshopping is, it's, it's ripe for reinvention. And, you know, I think people have jumped on it because of, you know, the whole innovation wave over the last decade, but um, it's just the construct for the absence of empathy, I think, and I, think yes. I, described, I really love, I've been jotting down in my, um, my index cards here, <laughs> Um, exactly what you said. Anyone can be a mentor. Anyone can be a mentee. And there's there's got to be a new way of developing empathy. In as, as an example, the workshop scenario where we haven't even touched meetings. <laughs> let's talk about meetings in our March first session next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that. The, you know, we've, I've been doing work with a few colleagues on that reverse mentor mentee experience, and we're trying yeah, to wonderful remember how the learning comes to life. And I'll often quote the work and the spaces we create within March first. There are no pedestals. there's yeah. a A safe facilitator space for safe dialogue to come up. Uh, There's no ego there's no pretense, it's complete humanity you get to be who you are Um, and you get to turn up as you are and so coming back to our first conversation around empathy and compassion uh, this is where we create content, this is where we ideate this is where we innovate and this is where we bring our village together to go forth back into the arena Um, everything's going sideways so it's a high-performance human potato yeah. dog, dog more than anything.
0: Yeah, I agree, and so does my dog, as you can hear <laughs> me. Argo agrees. Um, it is high-performance, and... I think, you yeah, know, look at a lot of high-performing athletes and they know themselves so well. The Australian Open Zone at the moment is almost is almost on. <laughs> um, it's falling apart in various areas. But Serena Williams said today in the press that, um, you know, she's not going to hide the fact that she's all about winning and she's, she freely admits that and she knows herself so well. And She's one of the highest performing athletes. Yes. Um, to be that authentic and that clear as to her focus. You know, people dance around the concept. You know, I'm here to play tennis. I'm here to, you know, do do my best. But she was really blunt. For me, it's all about winning. Um Show, highest at the highest performance, I think um, those people and even our friend, our SAS friend Reg, they know themselves so intimately well.
1: Yeah, and it's um, you know that journey we spoke about. Uh, we covered that off in today's keynote, which was this journey starts and ends with you, and what you know, so know thyself, um, that self awareness. You, you mentioned how do we cultivate empathy? It can only ever start about start from that point of self awareness and that one conversation, which you never really go wrong if you keep asking it. Where am I right now at this point in time? Oh, where's my head at? What am I feeling and experiencing? Yeah. What am I going on to? What do I need to give myself? And and if we keep uh, creating that level of inquiry and, and creating a space to see whatever could come up, that's the ultimate act of empathy and 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 self compassion and nurturance. And so what? As I find that, I can find that for my my family, my audience, my market, and my community. Yeah, that's really wonderful. I was going to ask you, you
0: know, what does a an entrepreneur listening to this podcast do? You know, they're they're worried about I don't know their startup, working money in the bank. They're worried about finding the next deal, uh, finding a new client, finishing a job, high pressure, or landing a deadline. What do they do to uh, you know? They're caught in this vicious Kind of cycle, you know how it is. It's you know we've both been in it, and um, how do you break that circuit towards empathy?
1: Yeah, um, so you know that's the this is the the daily work for for you and I, and, and for each of us. It's the, the first thing I always say to people is um, either find tension or, or it will find you. Mm. Yeah. So, what do we mean by finding tension? Is when I'm getting a, a an experience of anxiety or, or fear or scarcity. You know, you and I have often spoken about this. Is the empathy that I create is my uh, is based on my ability just to gently and gradually lean into that experience. Yeah, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? So checking in to where I, where am I right now at this point in time is the is the first doorway in. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling sad, angry, upset, worried, panicky, scared. I've got no idea how this is going to play out, and that simple act of of leaning into the tension, leaning into that fire pit, um, even one inch at a time is enough for us to build some muscle. Once we do that, then we come back to something you always remind me, Jim, is I can then think about, well, I've checked in, I'm experiencing, feeling, and allowing myself to feel that um, uh, as for as long as I need to at this point in time, then I can start to think about that next proximate objective. And the thing that I love about the work you remind me about is the objective isn't A to N or A to to E, A to F, it's one proximate objective to be. The one call, the one email, um, the one reach out to a mate, a friend or my village. And as soon as we start to create that momentum, our energy will actually start to shift. whether we like it or not, whether we want it to shift or not, we will shift. yeah, we start we're creating momentum. And once we get to that point of uh, that uh, step B, we get the response on the email or the mate that wants to sit down and have the fireside chat, then we may have a little bit more fuel to go to see. Yeah. And then once we hit C, we're starting to get the flywheel going, yeah? But it's not going to happen unless we start to build that momentum. And it's going to be hard to build that momentum until we check in, um, in in the most empathic way with where we are right now at this point in time. What am I feeling, experiencing? Because if I don't check in with that, it's going to, my body's going to keep reminding me in a day, in a week, in a month, yeah? It's, it's just going to keep talking to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hear you, small steps, one um, A to B, not A to Z. That's mm-hmm. so true. Well, I'm conscious of time and we both have to go away and prune our villages.
1: Absolutely. Great <laughs> right to check in, Jim, really, uh, really It consistent. is
0: really good. Hey, um, are you reading anything at the moment? What are you reading?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm reading A Liberated Mind by Professor Stephen Hayes. Oh, you've mentioned Harvard. that. You've yeah, mentioned and then that. I'm rereading oh. that and, and uh, a, 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 some work by James Hollis. Yeah, um, nice. Meaning and Archetypes.
0: What about you? Oh, um, yeah, they both sound really awesome. Um, I got on a bit of a biography binge over the summer. I'm reading um, Obama's biography, the new one that just came out, which is, you know, it's like a really long speech of his, so he speaks really well. And I'm also reading a biography by Walter Isaacson on Leonardo
1: da Vinci, which is actually quite captivating, and I'm really enjoying it. It's quite remarkable. Actually. I got through the first chapter and I have to revisit it. I just, it's a really good one, and i have yeah I've been revisiting it. Yeah.
0: No, I picked it up. I've had actually been on my bookshelf for a very long time, and I hadn't touched it. But I picked both of those up over summer, and I can't put them down. And, and I've got a few others that I'm juggling, you know, but they're the two on um, the two sort of big chunky ones that I'm getting stuck. Well, in. Awesome. Yeah, nice. Well, it's nice master chat. We'll do a follow up. Um, I really want to kind of deep dive on the idea of mindfulness and entrepreneurship, so. I want to maybe we maybe think about attacking it from a different angle. Uh, maybe even going deeper on some of these subjects on our next March first session on the first Friday of February.
1: Yeah, that would be great, Jim. And one one of the things that you and I have uh, un, uh, uncovered with clients is this notion of our you know empathy and finding our humanity, um, then sequences into our voice and the way we curate content and the way we yeah, um, and some of these topics, cutting through that noise, was one of the topics today. And in terms of the work you and I have done, I'm not sure there's any other way to cut through the noise and to kind of dig in and find out where your quirks and your, your rough edges are.
0: And I get it. It is work.
1: And it's hard work. Yeah, it's hard work. And. Mm. and, and- you know uh, you and I can have a lot of empathy because we've been in those spaces and we know yeah. people in those spaces and a lot of those spaces are pretty much fear based constructs whether, whether yeah. anyone wants to admit or not that's kind of the reality
0: yeah yeah it is true but I'm heartened that um, A to B that's all that's needed one step
1: um, I, I think so. Fly. That flywheel, isn't it? It's that momentum. Absolutely. Momentum. whether we feel like crap or, or, or feel amazing, it's it's mm-hmm. momentum. It's one one step in that direction, which will get the flywheel going. And I'm not sure there's any other way. Awesome.
0: Well, Fantastic. I'll see you at the session
1: next week. Perfect. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jim. Bye. mate Ciao.